T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh my goodness, haven't heard this song in a little while. (laughs) I am so excited to introduce you to Dan J. Cook. If you haven't heard of him, he's been here at WCCO for a long time doing a lot of shows and I am honored to have him join me tonight, filling in for, of course, our own (laughs) J-Lo, Jonathan Lowe, and so many others. Dan, it's so great to have you tonight, man. You know, I I love, love to say that it's wonderful to be here. but it's Sunday night, and it's supposed to be my day off. But that's fine. There's a hurricane. Nobody can control a hurricane. What are you going to do? Exactly. Tell me what you drink, and I'll send you something. Seriously. <laughs> right now, it's just anything I can get my hands on that has caffeine in it. So. Oh, man, you and me both. You know, here it is. You know, in our own city today, we had what I would call a perfect day. The weather was amazing. But I had to call a dear friend of mine. I absolutely had to call her. I was really concerned. She's living in Long Island. Uh, She's older than me. She's early 70s. And I was very concerned about her and her family. And she said, you know, Geraldine, we're not quite in the eye of Henry, but we are getting it all around us. And even Manhattan has had some problems. Have you been hearing about what this hurricane is doing? I have not. Yeah, it's been really quite remarkable. So today was one of those days I kept thinking about those that I needed to call in those areas. My daughter lived in Boston um, and just moved here to Minnesota last December, right, with her family. So I'm amazed because she, I don't have to worry about her in Boston. Boston so many times have had some real challenges with their weather, but She's not there. And I hear that Henry actually scooted to a different direction and Boston didn't get hit. So if that's true, for those of you that are listening from Boston, I am so grateful. And I'm grateful that we are not in the line of Henry or any hurricane. It would be weird if all of a sudden we got hit with a hurricane. What would you do about it, Dan? What would you do? Uh, I don't know exactly, but whatever it would be would be done in the fetal position. I can pretty much guarantee (laughs) you that. It would be a lot of cowering, some blubbering. Uh, yeah, yeah. Consuming whatever food was in the house at a greater rate than is probably necessary. Yeah, I, I would not deal well with that kind of weather. 
I've been through two uh, hurricanes, and both of them were in Philadelphia. And I will never forget that first one was absolutely terrifying because they were saying on the news, it's coming, it's really coming, where your downtown will probably be hit. And we were staying downtown and performing at the Annenberg uh, Center at the University of Pennsylvania. So I was really terrified, right? And I'm like seven months pregnant. So... (laughs) I, I don't ever want to go through another night like that, although I must say that it really calmed down by the time it hit downtown Philadelphia. But it was terrifying to hear everything that the news people say. Do you think the news people hype it up or they help us get the truth, of course? But at the same time, I've heard some news people report uh, these storms and they're really hyped because they're excited. And then others are so calm going, yeah, it's coming. Just make sure you take shelter. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's a mix, right? I mean, it depends on the news station. Uh, you know, there was that one famous uh, shot. Is it the last Florida hurricane of the reporter? Right. And the reporter's like leaning into the wind and you know, doing this, you know, big dramatic. And then there's two guys strolling along in the background, like it's barely affecting them at all. And, you know, so it was obvious that the reporter was playing it up. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, a big deal for Weather Channel and for folks that, you know, are, are you know, weather junkies. Uh, it's a big deal, and they'll lean into it, and they'll hype it up, and, you know, everybody else, you know, you, we all have the freedom to watch that and go, okay, I, I get it, but that's fine. We're just going to take X, Y, and Z precautions, and we'll be fine. Now, before we get our first guest on at 720, I got to ask you, are you going out to the state fair at all during those two weeks? I am not. Yeah. Can you tell me why? Well, um, I mean, obviously, you know, the station made their decision in terms of work, so we're not right. going to be broadcasting out there in that right. regard. Uh, and I'm not somebody that's a big fairgoer to begin with. Um, so I wouldn't probably wouldn't have gone on my own just because there's a general lack of interest. Um, but I would even take that up to another level this year because I ha- with I understand the fair's explanation for why they're not taking more precautions. Um, but that being said, I have a significant fear that there's going to be a lot of folks there that aren't vaccinated and aren't wearing masks, and there isn't anything out there that's so appealing to me or so necessary for me to experience. Uh, that I want to take that risk of of uh, spreading this to somebody else. So I'm just I'm gonna very take a pass surprised. Well. I'm very surprised at some of the things you just said because you're yeah. absolutely spot on. Um, but I don't understand why they're not at least checking vaccinations cards or you know finding out if people have one shot or no shots. Are are we why not wear masks just to make sure that we're safe? Well, so I'm with you on yeah. that. The mask thing, I, you know, is that's the part that I don't. I really scratch my head about. I the in terms of checking vaccination statuses. Um, I just I think. There's, it's going to be different. You know, the, the other festivals, Lollapalooza's and even Summerfest right. over in Milwaukee, they're not going to have the volume of people that are going to come to the state fair. And to ask the folks, I don't know what the folks that are taking tickets at the front gates are. I can't imagine that they're getting, making that much. Um, to ask those folks to then have to check everybody's vaccination status, and you know that's going to involve conflict and sooner or later because somebody's going to come along and start screaming about freedom and this and whatever. Um, to ask those folks to do that, that's a difficult spot to put them in. You can probably do it. But it's a difficult spot to put those in, and it really creates choke points. So I get what the – but the mask thing, again, to me, mask wearing is such an easy thing to do and such an easy way to help your neighbor that that they wouldn't at least ask, you know, not even just do go beyond the recommendation and say, hey, folks, you got to put a mask on. Let's just all help each other out here. I, I, don't, I don't get that at all. 
Yeah, but I do get that people come to the front gate and say, hey, we want in. We are peaceful protest, and that's what we're going to do. I, I am so for that. Um, I believe it's in our Constitution. I think it's something we should be able to use if we can use it, but I think peaceful is the key to that. So I do agree on that part. Now mm-hmm. let me talk to you about concerts um, and, and also uh, ball games. You are into sports. And my granddaughter, the oldest, 8-year-old, went to a Twins game recently with her camp, and she learned what baseball is all about. And I'm not sure what the protocols were for the campers, but she was glad to see what baseball was all about. Would you? Are you still going to games? Uh, I haven't. I've been to one so far this year, and that's a lot less than usual. But that's not so much. That's more of a I have so much going on in my life, I haven't been able to get to as many baseball games as I would normally have liked to, more than it is a COVID. Because because Target Field's outdoors, and I can wear a mask for the small areas of in, indoor-ish type areas that I would go to, um, I don't. And I, I, I'm much more comfortable with the 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 likelihood of people being vaccinated at a target field situation than I wouldn't necessarily be at a, at a state fair type situation. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't have any problem going to target field. No. Yeah. Caution is your name, man. Caution is your name. Well, I'm excited to have you. That is Dan cook. If you haven't heard him, you got to listen all week long because he is filling in for different people. And then he's got his own major thing that he does, which, which show is it that you do? It was um, our own, Love Dave, <laughs> our own Dave, and and he is now retired. I yes. still can't get over it, but no, I'm know, working with were... uh, I'm working with Chad Hartman, noon to three. Now. Chad Hartman, so that's it. Monday that's through that. fir- Thursday, Monday through Friday, noon to three. Okay, so 7.20, we got Nicole Hill coming on. She, we're going to talk about the Postal Service. They're actually going to have a state fair booth, so you can actually go up and ask questions of the Postal Service. They're looking for people to hire. And by the way, we're talking a really good payment. This is a living wage they're offering. I looked into it. So we're going to talk to Nicole Hill about that. We're also going to talk to Linda Kreitzman at 7.35, and she's going to talk to us about um, not just Bitcoin or, or crypto. No, no, no. It's so much more than that. Have you you heard of blockchain? I haven't. We're about to all learn what it is. We'll be back in a moment. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us tonight. I'm Geraldine Steele, your host, and this is Steele Talking. Our first guest tonight is all about the Postal Service. In fact, the Postal Service is on a serious hiring blitz, if you haven't heard. From mailers to every household to a first-ever state fair booth, they are in dire need of health. help. Did you hear what I said? In dire need of help. Well, Nicole Hill is a spokesperson for the Postal Service in this area and joins us now. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Geraldine. How are you? I'm doing well. So glad you could join us. You know, I can't imagine my life without the U.S. Postal Service, period. Um, I am just blown away at how good they've been to me and my household over the years, and um, we see now that it's quite obvious the USPS is having a very difficult time over the last few years when the technology has changed uh, and not everyone is using the US, uh, the, the USPS services. And so it's really quite shocking to me. So what can be done to bring the USPS back to its shining status? Well, right now we're focusing on, on customer service for, for our customers. We touch every single house throughout the United States six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. And a big component to serving our customers with the best possible service that we can give is having those people, as you said, to do the job. We currently, especially throughout the area, we have some amazing employees that work really hard and they really take customer service seriously, whether it's behind the scenes in our processing facilities or coming to your door every day. And we're hoping to find more people to to continue to make that happen. You know, in certain areas, I'm over North Minneapolis, and I tell you, our postal service person changes all the time. <laughs> you know, it's women, it's men, it's just some of everybody. And it's really strange because it's difficult in this, in this. I shouldn't say difficult, but there are some challenges over North Minneapolis with the homes and multi-homes and that sort of thing. And so I just wonder, um, how often do you see uh, postal um, post office people actually, what do you call them, by the way? I'm saying that incorrectly. Not okay. postal men and women. What do you call them? <laughs> Our male men and women. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pray for me, honey. Pray for me. Okay, Nicole. So our male folks that come around have been so kind, and they've done a great job. But um, are there other challenges in other neighborhoods, or are there neighborhoods that don't get any mail in their neighborhood? 
You know, I can say our leadership here locally has been on top of it. Um, we are pulling out all the stops right now to make sure that our customers are served. You know, our service is improving over time, and our customers are really starting to see a significant difference. And we're hoping to continue that and get that momentum and build that that trust and keep going with it leading up to peak season because our Super Bowl is right around the corner. Okay, so tell me what type of skills the perfect male woman or male man should have in order to deliver the mail. Well, I think being there, for one, is going to be extremely crucial, being at work every day. Um, But you have to like people. You have to want to realize that this is a government service. This is a federal service. This is something that, you know, we're the most trusted federal organization out there. And so that's that's part of our blood. I mean, our postal employees, we we bleed blue. So really having that, that customer focus and wanting to do a good job, but also wanting to talk to people. Um, Some of our mail carriers, we have people waiting by the mailboxes, and you may be the only interaction that that person has for the entire day. So our carriers are so much more than, you know, someone huffing mail up and down the block. We are a part of the communities that we serve, and most of the time our carriers come from that same community that they serve. Wow, how about that? You know, what's interesting to me is that I have witnessed uh, various age groups who are delivering the mail. You know, there are people in their 50s and early 60s. There are young people that are 22, 23, maybe just getting out of college. Um, So what age groups are you looking for for a lot of these jobs at the Postal Service? Well, we don't discriminate. So any age is welcome to apply and, and come on board, absolutely. Um, But, you know, we do have people that are just starting off their postal career, and we have others that have been with the Postal Service for 30, 40 years, and they love what they do. So anybody right now, we're, we're looking for anybody. Okay, so then you have all of these other jobs that are available as well. I went on your website and perused, and I, I really had a chance to look and see what you're looking for, and you're looking for just about everything and, and people to fill those spots. What is stopping people from wanting to do this? That's a great question. It is a great question, and, and we're still trying to figure that out ourselves. So if you find the solution, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Where do you go from here, though? I mean, here you are going to the State Fair for the first time, so congratulations on that. What do you hope to accomplish at the State Fair? Well, we're hoping to get our message out there. So the State Fair isn't the first fair that we've been at so far this summer. We're taking a lot of, nationally, we're taking a lot of steps as as part of our 10-year plan to really get out there and and bring those people on board that we need to, again, continue to provide that awesome service. So again, at the State Fair, we're just looking at getting our message out there, letting them know, hey, we have jobs. These aren't just normal jobs. These are something that are going to be an investment for you into your future. And you're talking about the whole state of Minnesota, correct? I'm talking the whole state of Minnesota. Um, It doesn't matter if you're here in the Twin Cities Metro. Yeah, there's there's 100 jobs locally here in the Twin Cities Metro. But you get outside of the Metro, and it doesn't matter how big or small the community is. We're looking for people. We We have an aging workforce. We have a bunch of people that are ready to retire or are making the next next steps for their future, for their for their plans, spending more time with their family. And so we have a big gap to fill, knowing that, you know, we have that population and we need to bring more people on board. 
Okay, this is your moment to sell it, okay? This is your moment to tell this audience exactly what it is that you need, right? I'm not saying the names of each of the um, uh, appointments that you will make, I mean, uh, whatever job they'll take, but let's just talk about how much they're making health insurance. What is it that the USPS is offering people today that will get them in to the postal um, um, all around the cities and the state of Minnesota to make sure that they actually apply? Just sell it right now to the audience as you're, you know, and that's not going to be easy because we all know what the USPS is. But at the same time, I remember, you know, uh, families, when you go to their door, they had relationships with those uh, postal workers. You know, the mailman would come and drop off the mail during Christmas time and, uh, you know, a little gift would be left for him or her at the door, that sort of things. Those, those are the things that have kind of gone away, correct? Right, right. And you know what? I can tell you, growing up, I had the same mail carrier, you know, see me when I was walking to the bus stop for my first day of school. And that same mail carrier also delivered my college acceptance papers. So really, you grow with your customers. Absolutely. But, you know, we start off at about eighteen fifty-one an hour for our city carriers. Uh, we do have scheduled raises, but... This is the entry level to get into a full-fledged federal career. Once you get to that point and you make that career status, not only do tons of doors open for you for upward mobility, anything that a large company needs to thrive, we offer from within. And so the growth potential for those looking to expand on their career is exponential. Um, We also offer that federal retirement. So we have not only a federal retirement pension program, but we also match 5% for a thrift savings plan that we're putting away. So this is really an investment. Yeah, you have a lot of places that, you know, you get that instant gratification with a sign-on bonus. But come retirement, you're looking at your, you're looking in being in your 50s and you're looking for something to, to retire and move on to that next step. And mm-hmm. it's not there. The Postal Service adds that peace of mind for our employees. Okay, so how many years do you have to put in before you can move up when it comes to um, how much you make? You talked about 1850. That's the start. Where does it go within, what, 10 years or so? Well, we do have, we do max out. I don't have the number handy. I'm sorry. But there are supervisory opportunities, management opportunities. We have anything from sales to marketing to data analysis. We even have industrial engineers. And those all start just like anybody coming through the door. So those positions become available to you as soon as you make that career status. So these positions, they are entry level. They do offer benefits. They're not the full-fledged federal benefits off the bat. But once you make that career status, not only do you get those benefits, not only are you putting away towards your retirement, but now you get to choose what career you want to do. And who better? And how long does it take again? I want to make sure that I'm sure on this. The clear status, it happens when? I would say about a year and a half to two years is our average conversion time. Okay. All right. I wish we had more time, Nicole. I have uh, other questions for you, but I sure appreciate you joining us tonight because you're going to be at the State Fair. Tell us the location very quickly. Uh, We are going to be in the Education Building, booth 58. So if you're, you know, just wanting to have some questions answered or or see what it's all about, come and see us. Can they fill out applications at the uh, State Fair? We will have laptops on site, and we will also be providing information. You know, some people, they come to the fair, they're not looking to apply, but we can give you the tools that you need to do that from the comfort of your home as well. 
And finally, what is the uh, website where people should go to look for those jobs? www.usps.com slash careers. Awesome. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for helping us get this message out. You're welcome. All right, coming up is news after um, a couple of spots. We'll be back in a moment. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do on a Sunday night, is sit here and gab with you and share with you some of the stories that interest me. And this one is really quite remarkable. I am so honored to interview Linda Kreitzman. Why? Because Linda Kreitzman has had a very successful career as executive director and assistant dean at the Haas, that's H-A-A-S, School of Business at the um, uh, UC uh, B, Berkeley, United, uh, goodness, I get it wrong, forgive me, University of California, Berkeley, where she built the number one financial engineering program in the world, tailoring the cu- curriculum to the quantitative needs of the financial industry for the last three years. Now, Linda has been a member of the Berkeley Blockchain Initiative. Now, I know about some of you are probably thinking, what in the world is that? So am I. Well, this is where she oversees both the MFE and MBA students' innovative projects on blockchain and blockchain and cryptocurrency. Now, as of May 1st, 2021, she is also a partner at Zero X Partners, who offers two fully transparent on-chain investment strategies. OXP has started by her most was started by her most brilliant former student who graduated in 2006 by the name of Kyle Carlston. I am so excited, Linda, to interview you. I am absolutely nervous because I have never understood cryptocurrency. And reading about you and understanding how much you understand, trying to get it, you are a remarkable woman. Welcome to WCCO Radio. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. Um, So just to let you know, a few years ago, I did not know what cryptocurrency was. And I'm going to try to explain it. Well, I'm going to explain it. Um, hopefully better than Ashton Kutchner when he did it for Mila Kunis. So <laughs> everybody understand what fiat money is, the dollars, the coins, the checking accounts. This is what we call centralized finance. It's controlled by the Federal Reserve Bank, by the government, right? You have a wallet, you store your dollars in it. And uh, on the other hand, when you have cryptocurrency, it's what we call a digital asset, Right. So what right. you have, you have a, a digital wallet. It's a virtual one. 
And cryptocurrency is a form of currency which uses digital files as money. What are these digital files? It's storage on a network of computers. So there is no physical representation. And it's what, again, we call decentralized finance because it's not controlled by a central bank. It is controlled by everyone in the ecosystem, the community, and, you know, there's no intermediary. So, for instance, uh, when you have a digital wallet and you, you, you're going to the computer network, which is highly secured, it allows you to interface with others. You actually can see the transfer of your digital assets between people. Say, for instance, I want to transfer to Xerox uh, Partner $50,000 of digital coin. I'm going to do that within seconds, and it's highly secured by cryptography. It's a method that protects information in computer systems. So it's very, very transparent. Now, it is a very well-established technology that is here to stay. How does this cryptocurrency work? It is, uh, again, the users are going to engage via a software called DAP, Decentralized Application. Most of which are going to run on what we call the Ethereum blockchain. Again, this blockchain is a distributed ledger technology. Um, so, again, a, a, a system, a ledger distributed to many participants in the network. You can lend money, you can get a loan, you can trade. It's an alternative to Wall Street to all the banks. Now, remember, there are costs associated with getting money from the bank. And by the way, the banks are going to make you pay indirectly, directly for the buildings, the towers, the banker's salaries, their big bonuses, etc. And here we have a very efficient system. Have I explained it well? Or I'm ready to explain also what stable coins are. You have explained it very well. I think the question that I have is we have five generations that are still working uh, here in America. And I'm wondering how in the world do they understand it? Because I'm noticing um, the first people that I met that were into crypto coins was uh, an older couple in their early 60s. Uh, and now I'm hearing about young people. I mean, it's just flooding it. And I'm wondering, was I late when I saw that couple in their 60s? Or do you say all of the five generations that are working and living today are into this crypto currency? Well, uh, first of all, it, it, uh, younger people tend to understand perhaps a, a little, uh, you know, a little bit better what the virtual world is compared to the older generation. And, and I'm not uh, part of a young generation, by the way. So there is a hope for everyone to understand. What I will say to is I, I think... Uh, people should stop trying to understand it because it is, again, not only a more efficient, but a faster system. It, it doesn't depend on the trust. It is not, it, it is controlled by no one. It's monitored by everyone. It is secured by the world's most powerful network of computers. It can also be uh, used for international payments and trading. You can track down the money. Can you track down the money that you send in, in some countries? Maybe not, certainly not. But in here, you can track down the money. There was a hack that happened. The poly, 
an expert hat, right? Uh, what happened was that uh, in the poly network hack, right, um, within a matter of minutes, the computer was traced down, and uh, the person diverted close to $600 million, right? Wow. So this happened just a few weeks ago, but take a look at how long it took to catch Madoff. So the SEC didn't do it fast, uh, fast enough, right? He destroyed right. life. Right. What I love about crypto, and I think, here's what I will say, because obviously if you don't know what cryptography is, what the, the cryptocurrency is, uh, just take a little bit of your money and invest in it. But be obviously careful. You need to understand it, read it. But there is, again, if you look at, and I'm not talking about Bitcoin, right? And by the way, I'm not talking about the memes as well, the Dogecoins and everything. And I can talk really briefly about that. It's the beauty about this crypto is that you cannot counterfeit that. You cannot double spend it. So uh, at the end of the day, you control it yourself. It is, you're going to be able to save more because to save money in here, it costs money to open a savings account. They, they, you know, if you don't have uh, more than, if you, if you have under $1,500, for instance, you're going to pay, what, you pay $10 per year? Or, so, so those who don't have a lot of money pay more money to borrow money. And here the cryptocurrency is really available to, to everyone. I wanted to talk also about the, um, those, it, it, it's inclusive. It's everybody, by the way. This is the beauty of that, right? Right. I understand that the virtual world is, is difficult, but, but if I say to you it's backed up by a powerful network of computers, you have access to your digital wallet. You see what is there. You, uh, um, too bad we're doing this on the radio, because if we were to do this on TV, I would show it <laughs> to you. Um, but, but, but again, uh, be open to this. Um, you know, it, it, it is, and I do know one thing is that it's here to stay. Now, very quickly, let's. There's also a limited supply, by the way, of Ethereum, right? So, if anybody mm -hmm. buys a little bit of this, it, it has an infinite supply, but a total maximum supply of 18 million per year. Wow, that's what amazing. You, okay, you before have... you go on, before you go on, Linda, I really want to ask about, is it possible for cryptocurrency to actually take over um, the currency that we have today, the dollars? Because we have as many problems with the yeah. dollars, uh, more problems probably than crypto ever. And would it, could it take over? Yes, I think the reality is that what you're going to have is a hybrid system until people are going to get used to it. That is what we have. Look, the value right now is $80 billion. I mean, and you have $100 million of stable coins. The stable coins are, uh, so this is for the uh, stable coins in here. It is uh, different. It's pegged to the dollar, right? So $1 is equal to one USDC. Um, and uh, it, it, it is uh, it, in some ways in here for the stable coins, it, is a, uh, it was an alternative to um, to the uh, um, uh, to the to, to the volatile cryptocurrency that uh, you know uh, we had, and and what what does it mean? It means that the government is open to um, you know the, the U.S. government, the Office of the Control of the Currency, actually has approved the use of the stable coins, 
uh, for financial transactions, right? So this token, the stablecoin, it was designed to maintain its constant value to the dollar, right? One dollar is equal to one USDC. It's an alternative to fiat money. It was a response to this concern about the volatility of the Bitcoin or ETH. So when you ask your question, is it going to take over? The answer is yes. Is it going to take over, uh, you know, very, very soon? No, but it is, but we are going to have a, um, you know, definitely a hybrid system. And this is uh, something that I believe is beautiful because it's inclusive. Everyone is going to do that. And you're not going to have governments. We're going to have one thousand percent of inflation you know you have people who went you know in greece and in turkey wanted to take their money and then they, they had you know they couldn't even go to the atm and, and or you know their money was worth nothing so i right. think a much better efficient system okay uh, how do again, you purchase something with um, forgive me for interrupting how do you purchase with cryptocurrency are there only certain uh, places you can spend it uh, yes. and use it? So, yes. So you're going to go into an exchange. The easiest, you can actually go to Robinhood, for instance, and you can buy uh, some Bitcoin. I mean, obviously, right now it's worth $47,000, but you don't need to buy one. You can buy 0.02% of that and hold on to ETH. It's worth, um, you know, $3,200 one ETH now. But again, because there is a limited supply, you know, if you hold on to it for a while, for five years, it is going to be worth uh, more, right? So um, it, it's, uh, you know, typically I would say the, the advice for somebody is to keep, um, so you can also go on Binance, by the way, and Coinbase, right? So you can go to Coinbase and you can pick, you know, a little bit of uh uh, you know, there are different currencies, uh, and you can you can buy some currencies at very cheap <laughs> price at this time, you know, less than $20, sometimes then even one penny. Um, and I would say for uh, for young people, it would be wonderful to uh, to get a, a, a small uh, digital wallet with, with some and just hang on. Perhaps it will pay. I think it will pay for right. that study. <laughs> right, know, so... Later. So I want to be clear on the financial markets. We have the financial markets that deal with cash. Um, and with crypto, are there financial markets that you have to uh, participate in? There are so many different um, cryptocurrencies now. There's so many of them. I think I, I read about 12 or 15 of them that were coming on the market soon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but if there's more than two or three, is that a problem? Are there, is that going to be a challenge for those who are invested in the cryptocurrency? No, I mean, some are going to do better than others. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Some are more efficient than others, right? Uh, so I don't think this is going to be a, a problem. Um, and uh, it's uh, at the end of the day, um, you, you know, this is what an efficient market is. There is a, a natural selection that is going to, to happen in here. Uh, the best one, the survival of the fittest will, will remain. Uh, which one is more efficient? Uh, you know, and then obviously uh, that's uh, the, the definitely, um, you know, it, it is going to offer a, a store of value. Unlike, unlike, by the way, I believe a Dogecoins, right? Because it was created as a joke. And then you had Elon Musk who uh, tweeted that he owned or mm -hmm. said that he owned a lot, and then people followed. So unfortunately, you have to be very careful when you enter that market, that you do not just uh, follow a tweet 
and then uh, rush and get something, but do your homework and uh, analyze, you know, everything or read a lot about it. But, you know, to hold a small wallet of that digital wallet and, and let it uh, run for five years, um, you, should, you should triple, quadruple, you know, what, uh, what you initially got. Final question. Um, what happens if all of a sudden we have blackouts all over again? Um, maybe the satellites are attacked and we don't have our computers up and running. We're not able to access the, the currency. Um, what happens? Well, I, first of all, I don't think that this is going to be in the world. There will be some areas where, I mean, it's backed up by and it's in the system. So, um, I, I, I know that a lot of people have asked whether this was, you know, a, a possibility. But uh, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, it, it is an Internet connection. In, in, there's an Internet connection among, you know, uh, tons of people. So, so this will be recorded. Uh, you could have a blackout for a temporary, but, but it will be recorded on, uh, on, the, uh, on the blockchain. Linda Kreitzman, I so appreciate you joining us tonight, taking the time. Um, I have other questions for you, but I hope I can have you back on another day. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. It is now 7.56 here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele, for 22 years, and you know it is what I love to do is gab with you. Well, coming up next in the 8 o'clock hour, we have So What Do You Do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't heard about that segment, it is a lot of fun. We discover ways that people get a chance to tell us all about what they do. Maybe they have a logo on the side of their van and we don't understand what it is, but we get to find out a lot about small businesses specifically and what exactly do they do. So I'm really excited to introduce people tonight for that. And we have um, other guests. We have Center Stage coming up at 9 o'clock. And then at 10 o'clock is our final hour. And we have my son, Michael Battle, joining us from Los Angeles. And it is my favorite favorite hour because I get a chance to visit with my son in Los Angeles. So thank you so much for all of you when I run into you. Um, so often when I'm out and about, the first thing you'll say is still talking, the mom and Michael hour. <laughs> so I just love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and of course, I'll be talking about a lot of music and concerts and that sort of thing coming up uh, in the nine o'clock hour. So don't go away. We can't wait uh, to return and talk to you about so much that is going on here in the Twin Cities. And I hope to, to carve out a little bit of time for us to really talk about what we are willing to do. How far are we willing to go with this variant? So stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 